0: like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Whether you're a skeptic
1: or a believer,
2: genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, of course, as we're looking at their names, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. I just want to remind you one more time that Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that one to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyatt creator of nameology science and author of know the name know the person and in each weekly show you'll hear the fascinating ways that other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish because of it at the end of tonight's show you're going to hear clues that show up in diane's name that you might have in your name as well that would indicate you have some of the same talents that she has So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our expert tonight is Diane Burley, who has developed her genius in the area of healing the physical body. Now, Diane Burley has studied so many alternative methodologies for healing that people consider her the walking encyclopedia on possibilities of how to heal the physical body. She was a hairdresser who then studied massage, but not just any ordinary massage, but massage that can be enhanced in different ways, like utilizing electricity to enhance the healing process. She then continued to study many, many different modalities and that she has learned how miraculous some of those alternative modalities can be. And she's going to share with us tonight the importance of regular body care and what that actually entails. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Diane. Thank you. Diane, you were a hairdresser and then became a massage therapist. Then you kept studying different modalities. What were all of the various modalities that you have learned?
3: Oh my gosh, there are so many. I started with hair because I wanted to be able to, you know, um, stay home with my kids. And then I ended up in a divorce. And I thought, go to school and mess up their hair. So I went to a massage school. And when I was there, they showed so many different things I could do. And I grew up in a family where we go, um, where my mom would constantly teach us different things. And she'd bring in people that would teach us iridology and herbology and things like that. And I think when I was in massage school, I... they taught us cranial sacral. And when I was a young girl, um, I fell out of a swing set and I landed on my head and I had a learning disability. And my mom took me to a guy who did cranial sacral and moved the bones. He did some mouth work and my bones and my head moved. And like in three months, I went up three grade levels. And I always thought I had a learning disability. And it was really difficult. But then I was in massage school and I was taking a cranial class and I thought, oh my gosh, this is what I really want to know because I knew the value of what it had done in my life and how it had changed my life. And
2: let me interject for just a second that my child, um, when she was one, we moved to Japan and I couldn't get help for her until her third birthday. So on her third birthday, I went and tried to get help because she wasn't speaking. And she wasn't talking in any kind of language we can understand. She wasn't picking up the sounds. She had a hearing deficiency. And the bottom of it was that when we came back to the States, we put her in cranial sacral therapy. And she was in it for three months and got 90% of her hearing. So keep going. Yeah. I just wanted to say, yes, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Keep going. It's,
3: it's amazing. And so I actually, um, you know, I did hair for a while and the massage on the side. And I started to pick up some of the modalities. And um, anyway, with cranial sacral, my sister's little girl was born without a soft spot in her head, and her she was about you know six weeks old, and her head was actually going square because it had nowhere to grow. And so they flew me back to Tennessee, um, and I had learned baby cranial, and I spent about a week with them, and it was so amazing because it was like I walked in there and this little girl was like I've been waiting for you to come see me (laughs) and (laughs) it was and I just sat there and I was able to do some of the baby cranial and the bones in her head actually unlocked and within a week her head was normal and all everything came back to normal and she's about five years old now and it's really amazing, and she's super smart. She didn't have a disability, and, you know, so it's been really fun kind of watching some of those miracles happen. Um, and so then I actually, with hair, I ended up, um, I had a client that had cancer, and I worked on her, and we, we ran into a, a doctor that was a cancer doctor. And he let me come out to his place, and it was fun because I got to fix people's hair and work on them and and do body work. And then I also got into some emotional work because I had an uncle that also had cancer. He had 28 tumors on his liver, and I didn't know what to do. And I took him to a friend that did light and sound therapy, and in he came out. They had sent him home um, with, golly, two months to live. They're just like, take all the pain medicines you want, do whatever you want. You're gonna die. And anyway, I took him to a friend, and she did light and sound therapy and worked with him. And he came out, and he had hope in his eyes. And I thought, I don't know what she did. I don't know how much it will cost. I will make it work. I will do whatever I have. do to learn whatever that was so I can you know maybe help my uncle and so I went and learned this light and sound therapy and it did a lot of oriental stuff where I learned a lot of the meridians and the path, meridian pathways but they had a light pen that would go in and basically open up some of those blocked energies and he would we would go work at my uncle and he was always in pain, but when we worked on him, he would be out of pain for two days. And he didn't, he didn't take any um, pain pills. The only thing he, he had to do was ibuprofen. And he lived about a year and a half. And, um, and then they wanted him kind of off of all alternative um, so that they could kind of try some new medicine. And he just gave up. And at that point, you just love them through. But I learned so much about meridian pathways and about how the energy runs through the body and how sound and light can really, I think it's kind of like almost a medicine of the future. And so I kind of brought that in balance with what I do with with body work. And so when I have people that I'm working on, um, sometimes... You know, I need light. So I so I studied a lot of different lights. I have an aunt that she would go, she went to all these places that did light therapy. And she's like, oh, this is the best one. No, this is the best one. <laughs> <This> one. <laughs> so I, I kind of watched her for a while. I kind of sit in the background. I'm like, I just want one that works. You know, I want something that when I have a client is going to work every single time. And so I studied um, all the different things that come along with light and, and I kind of bring it in balance because sometimes when I use lights on people and they've have bruising or they have sore muscles or, um, or their jaw the TMJ up in the jaw, I can put lights on it and it relaxes it or it goes deep enough that I can get in there and get things moving. And so when I kind of tweak it with cranial sacral, with a little bit of light, um, it's pretty awesome. And, but with my uncle, um, it was really fun to kind of watching him because he didn't want to look at the emotional. He wanted to be that one person that, you know, um, that he was the miracle person. He did it and, and, and but he didn't want to look at the emotional. And I know the emotional is really balanced. And after he passed, I was in a class and this um, M.T. Mortar, um, Dr. Mortar came in to Utah and he was up on stage and they were just showing us how this best treatment works and best stands for Bioelectronic synchronization. And it was the first time I would seen a positive emotion actually have a negative um, impact on somebody, and he called it a bushwhack, and that means that, you know, say when you were a little girl, and you were, like, loving life, and drawing pictures all over your wall, and your mom comes in, and she says, oh my gosh, what have you done? You've ruined my house, and all of a sudden, it's not safe anymore to be happy, and so this little girl grows up, and every time she tries to be happy, her neck hurts and she gets a pain in her neck, and um, anyway, so this lady was up there, and she'd had neck issues for years, and her word was enjoyment, and he took this word, and worked it with some brain pattern, some brain body pattern, and had her walk the stage, and she could turn her head, and I think that is
2: just absolutely amazing, you know, you've learned upwards of 20 modalities, And so, do you have a favorite?
3: Well, I kind of specialize in the bioelectric massage. Okay. We're going to get into more of that
2: after the break, the bioelectric massage, because we need to take that break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and XZone Broadcast Network, and on the website, knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out how Diane determines what modality is best for each person. Stay tuned. Thank you. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Diane Burley, and she doesn't have a website. She would prefer that you just write her directly with her name, Diane. Burley is spelled B-like boy, U-I-R-L-E-Y, and then it's at yahoo.com. Now, Diane, you were saying that your favorite had to do with electricity. Tell us about that.
3: Okay, so um, when um, about six or seven years ago, my um, sister's husband had a stroke at age 36. And um, anyway, he, could, he had this delayed response and somebody, they took him to a guy that was up in um, Colorado. And this guy used electricity for his stroke. And they're just like, it was amazing. It worked really good. And my sister, she's like, you've got to go meet this guy. And I'm like thinking, oh great. So he was just really patronizing her. And I didn't go straight to see him right away. I went to go see another lady that had trained under him just to kind of see what this electricity thing was. And I thought, great, another machine. I don't really want it, but I was just kind of patronizing my sister and trying to, just, you know, see what it was. And anyway, they went down and this lady showed me what it looked like and how to run the the massage. And it runs the meridians of the massage. And the electricity actually has a language and she could feel certain places that he had emotion. And he went through like a little bit of this emotional release. And when we had driven down there. It was like he had this delayed response, like you'd ask him a question, and then he'd hesitate, and then answer, and it, and he couldn't remember. It was really kind of jumbled. and in one treatment with the bioelectric massage, and her just working with that and doing this emotional release with it, um, we drove home, and there was no delayed response, and... And there was also another lady at the same time that was we were working on, and she was showing us, that had Parkinson's. And this lady came in really shaking and could hardly sit on the table. And they kind of ran this bioelectric massage where you're, you're running a frequency through your fingers. And the body actually, it would pick up, um, it basically had a language. And you could feel where there was different places on the body that were tense or had issues or different things like that in it. And um, this lady got off the table and where she was really shaky, she was she was like noticeably better from Parkinson's. And I was like, what the heck? Um, and I'm like, I, do, I don't know what this is, but I just jumped in. I'm like, I just gotta get this machine. So I ended up going to Colorado um, and training with this guy and he only trains hands-on, and so for the last five or six years, I have been going to Colorado um, every every year for like a weekend or two, and he brings in people who've been through, who are paraplegic or really bad arthritis or um, different things like that, that are just car accidents, like where the scar tissue, he was shrinking it and it was disappearing, and anyway I just I've been training with him and I love the bioelectric massage because when I do it I can it there's a language with the with the body and I know exactly where the issues are and I see people like I work on people who are like rodeo clowns and they get up and they walk and it's like they have no pain and it's not 100%, but it absolutely works on every person every single time I work on them. And I look for modalities that I could see a difference. And, and anyway, that's probably one of my favorites. That's the one that people come in and get. Um, and then the emotional stuff is, I will work with that on the side because I think there's always an emotional con- con- component to a lot of people think
2: but um the bioelectric yeah i will i will confess that i met you at the doctor's office that you um spoke about at the first part of the show when you were helping this the lady that had cancer and experienced one of those massages from you I had never had anything like that and thought this was the greatest thing since sliced bread so if someone has never had a massage, Diane, what would you suggest they learn or know ahead of time on what to expect and what to ask for?
3: So when I when I have a client come in and they I get a lot that this is their very first massage and I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk you through this. We're going to talk about everything. And I usually start with their feet because I'm actually a zoner too two and I taught reflexology. And so I... I call myself a foot reader because I can pick up somebody's foot, but it actually gives me a minute to connect with my client. But I can look through their foot and know what muscles I want to work on, um, what their issues are going on with their body, and it actually begins to build a rapport. So when I pick up their foot, it tells me we have a neck problem, we have a back problem. Their sciatic problem, their sciatic nerve is giving them issues. And, you know, and I'm like, did I miss anything? And usually they're like, wow, you got it. <laughs> and, but it gives me a minute to kind of build a rapport. And then I, I just tell them, we're going to walk through this. But for you, the most important thing is going to be your neck, your shoulders, your back. And for me as a massage therapist, lots of times I will, I will talk, you know, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. And this is what it looks like. So there are exactly you know like you can zone me out but usually when i'm doing a massage it's usually a therapeutic massage not just a relaxing one i'm usually going we have a neck issue i want it better you know i have a shoulder problem. so
2: is it possible to access a massage therapist's skills prior to experiencing them are there questions you can ask or how can you tell if you're doing this for the first time or finding a massage therapist for the first time if they're any good (laughs)
3: really good question Um, you know massage therapists are so different because all of them just you know all of them train a little bit different and usually it's word of mouth and when you start hearing about a massage therapist um, that people love that's usually a way that you go Um, a lot of people go in for massage and it's really just relaxing Um, and that's, that's what they'll I actually taught at the Utah College of Massage for several years and you know and everybody kind of has their own flavor of how they how they work some like deep work some like light work and the massage therapist really has to be in tune with who's coming and you know with me I have so many modalities that I'm like okay what is your comfort zone and if they're not comfortable with a full-body massage, it's like I talk them through it. Um, And sometimes we can do it totally closed. It's where they're at. Um, But some people, most people that come in, they've had some sort of massage, and they have an idea of what they want. And usually they're hurting, and they're coming in for therapeutic, but sometimes people just need to relax, and they just need this. Some of the older people I work with, it's just touch. They just need their body just moving, and it makes a huge difference in how they feel about their their whole body feels different. Now, you know
2: so many different modalities, Diane. How do you decide what modality is best for each person that hires you?
3: Okay. <laughs> well, um, a lot of times, well, I actually learned your namology, and so... <laughs> Um, when I first met you, um, I, I took the book and read it and I thought I'm going to prove you wrong. And so I started kind of testing it out with my clients and, and that taught me how to speak to them and kind of what they would like. And I, um, so when somebody comes in, I kind of You know, I kind of get them an assessment of what's going on with you, what's your background. Um, You know, and sometimes I will flip everything around and go, we're going emotional with you. You know, most of it is body work. I start with body work and then I see where they're at. And I tell my clients straight up, if you don't get results within the first two to three visits, I'm not the right person. And I think that with every modality, that if you're going to anybody, that you should see results within the first two to three visits and feel a difference, you know, for the better. And so
2: I think that's really important to remember that you give them more than one chance, but <laughs> but after two to three, that you would definitely know. So really quickly, I would like to interpret your name since you brought up nameology science. <laughs> and... And in your name, it says that you want to make the world a better place, that you have a generosity of spirit, that uh, you have people around that have taught you how to rescue people, that you're competitive with self and that you always want to be the best at whatever that you're doing, that you have a nice religious foundation, that you consider all of humanity your family that you've always decided that hard work can get you anywhere that you want to go, but you're very inclusive. You like people to feel comfortable with you, that you have a nice organization, a very good memory, and and also very good discernment. That also shows up in your name. One of the things I laugh at that shows up in your name, it says that you may agree to do something, but later on if you think about it and you don't want to, you're going to get out of it. So we need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network Station and on the website, KnowTheName.com. Now, this show is dedicated to helping people cope with the unexpected and how to heal the body. So after the break, we'll find out some more of the different ways that Diane has assisted people. Stay tuned. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Diane Burley, who can be reached via email, and her email is Diane, spelt the normal way, and Burley is spelt B-U-I-R-L-E-Y at yahoo.com. Diane, your baby was missing an enzyme in her blood, and and it wouldn't break down uh, lactose. I don't even know how to pronounce that. So your child could die or become handicapped by being nursed. That is one only scary thing. How did you figure that out, and how did you solve this problem?
3: So um, so when my daughter was born, I actually had her at home, but I took her in to get a PKU test, and I just believe that was something that was important. And anyway, we had never... I had a PKU baby in the family and I thought no big deal that's just what you do and they called me and they said uh your test came back positive um can you be bring your baby back in for another test and I'm like okay I actually thrown the papers away that day and I thought what is this galactosemia thing I couldn't even pronounce the name either and I read it and I'm like it was one in 50,000 babies and they could die just from being nursed for mother's milk and they're like, don't worry about it, it's probably just wrong. So I took her in, we retested it, and it came back positive. And so what it is, it's an enzyme in the blood that's missing, and so my daughter didn't, it's a genetic thing where um, you can, if you get a galactogene gene from both the mother and the father, the baby can die just from being nursed. And. Because they can't break down the galactose. But my daughter had one normal gene and one galactose gene. And so I started, I had, we had to change everything. We had to change the way we ate. And it, send, it sent me into really studying nutrition. And um, we got rid of milk. I had a really hard time getting rid of milk. I would hide it in the back of the fridge and give her rice milk. And, but after a while, we finally bought goats. One day, my husband, he's like, um, we heard, we read about goats and that was supposed to be good. And so, one day, he comes home with this mother goat and two babies, and I'm like, what do I do with them? So he bought me a book, and so we learned how to milk goats. And um, anyway, what parents th- will do for their kids, right? <laughs> Keep right. going. Anyway, um, so that that's that was a real adventure. But I started doing nutrition. I started really. At that point, like I, her dad was like he he ate a lot of doc, drank a lot of doc, you know Dr Pepper and Pepsi and anyway see, we weren't that healthy but we started changing everything for our baby and we started um, really being nutrition and anyway it totally turned us around it turned her around and she's 24 now and she's completely healthy um, we got her off of all. All milk and she she's dairy she kind of will swell up a little bit but she's fine but um but it really set me on a path of learning about nutrition what foods do and um just to save your baby's life but as I get clients in so a lot of my clients I'm like oh you know you're having this problem and so when I get clients in they don't just get a massage or a little bit of the emotional. I usually send them home with I. I believe in what's called active healing, and that means that that they're actively engaged in their own healing. So when they come in, I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna send them home with homework. They're gonna be um, maybe they can try a lemon or add a few things into their diet to change something, because if you keep doing what you've always done, you're gonna get back the same results. And I'm like, you know what, you got sick, let's change a few things and see if you can feel better. And sometimes I have to take people from a place of feel. sometimes they believe more in their sickness, and they believe in health, they can't remember what it is to be healthy again. And so I have to take them back and go, okay, I need you to just close your eyes for a few minutes. And for one minute, remember what it is to feel energetic, healthy, and, and vibrant, and they have to experience that because it takes seven seconds to have a thought. It takes 17 seconds to hold that feeling and it, and it will stay in there. And it takes 68 seconds to change a neurotransmitter in the brain. And so, so I tell my clients, it's like the 17 second miracle can save your life. And that means like, you know, when you start having a thought, creates a thought, creates a thought, creates a neurotransmitter. And so we have to take them to a place where they can t- totally believe in health again and not sickness. And I learned a lot of that because of my daughter. And so when clients show up that I don't know the answer, I go searching. And that's what I did with my daughter. And Now,
2: now your mom is an herbalist. Did that help influence you also
3: besides your daughter? Yeah, I actually watched my mom, my youngest sister, um, was born with a tumor in her cheek, and all of the nerves were wrapped around that tumor. And if they went to surgery at that point, it would actually paralyze her face. And I watched my mom take herbs and put like pads on that tumor and try to shrink it down. And she actually did, she was able to shrink it down. She took her to different you know, people that did different things. She was always looking for answers. And I guess watching my mom do that was kinda of what happened with my daughter. And anyway, she shrank that down in about first grade, she got it small enough to where the doctors actually could go in and do surgery and remove it and not paralyze her face. And she's um she's like thirty five now and <laughs> she looks great. You know? So
2: that's amazing. I, I know that your, your family raised their own food for a while. So how do you, if you're not able to raise your own food because of wherever you live, how do you shop in a regular grocery store? Are there things that people ought to be avoiding? Are there things on labels that you've seen do harm? You know, what would you suggest? If you were telling us, and we were your clients, how to go shopping in a grocery store, what would you tell us?
3: Okay. So I really believe that um, your fruits and vegetables are your healers. And the closer you can get to nature, the better off you are. And I think um, really fruits, melons, and berries, I've seen people with days left to live, and those are your your healers. And the vegetables are nutritious. They're going to put all your nutrition in. Um, Things are changing, and so a lot of stuff now is like grade and pesticides and stuff so make sure you're cleaning your vegetables really good like um, you can put them in a vinegar rinse and to try to get off that as much as you can and I believe you really having gratitude for your food because sometimes you can't grow your own food I think when you grow a garden that's like a form of meditation or It's connecting with the earth and the food will actually start to attune to you to bless you. But when you can't do that and you have to go to the grocery store and get things, um, I think if you wash it really good and take a minute to have gratitude because somewhere, someplace that food was planted and it came to you in this exact way in this moment. And when you can have gratitude for it, it will attune to you. And be, you know, it will actually support your system because the food isn't going to be perfect, but it's but it's a lot better than if you didn't have it. I think gratitude goes a long way. But if you can stay away from, you know, like the stuff in boxes and a lot of the preservatives and things like that. And so I just tell my clients, do the best you can. It's impossible to be perfect, but have a lot of gratitude and love for what you're doing. Because if you're afraid of, of oh, no, I did it wrong, I'm going to do it wrong, your body will respond more to the fear than the love. And sometimes we just, you know, want ice cream. Like my daughter, sometimes she just wants ice cream.
2: That's exactly what I was thinking of. You know, that's the whole difference. They've done studies after studies on what assisted living centers do well and which ones don't. And the difference was that the people that were there got ice cream and then, then the center would do well. And when ice cream was not served every night, then the center did not. But anyway, go ahead.
3: So what do we do with our ice cream? Yeah, so just do the best you can. Do mostly good. And if you have a piece of chocolate cake or you have ice cream every now and then, awesome. Because I think if you, if you stay in the middle and you do the best that you can and you love it and you're really in tune with how your body feels, Because if you're gonna eat ice cream and you feel gross, then that tells you like, well, maybe I won't eat ice cream next time. Or you know that when you do, you might not feel as well as when you ate fruit. And you just do the best you can with what you have. You're not gonna be perfect, but if you're doing it because you're afraid that if I don't do all this perfectly, I'm gonna get cancer and die, you will. Because your body will always respond to the fear not the love because you weren't doing it because you love the green salad. You love what the, the gardening. You did it because you were afraid. And the body will respond to the fear, not the love. So sometimes just staying in the middle and just noticing, yeah, I didn't feel as good when I ate that candy but, you know, I I love that chocolate chip cookie but you know, but I feel better when I'm eating the green food sounds
2: right we need to take our last break i do want to mention that john robbins the heir of basket and robbins ice cream wrote a book on diet for a new america that goes through exactly how to eat appropriately and so stay tuned to know the name know the genius in you on xzbn.net and know the name.com now after the break we're going to find out what diane has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well stay tuned
7: Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot
6: Christopher Fulton is a survivor of the national security state. All he wanted to do was preserve history when he acquired a Cartier watch from the estate of President Kennedy's personal secretary. But that simple act set off a terrible chain reaction. He was pursued by the U.S. Justice Department and the FBI, thrust into the middle of the U.S. government's Assassination Records Review Board, even monitored and pursued by the Russian government. All because that Cartier watch was the missing link of evidence, a timepiece worn by JFK that fateful day in Dallas, a link resulting in Christopher being incarcerated and attacked for nine years because he opened a hidden chapter in history. The intriguing journey outlined fully in Christopher Fulton's memoir, The Inheritance, is available now through trindade.com or amazon.com. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination by Christopher and Michelle Fulton is a must-read, an incredible tale of how easily our own government can overrule justice. The Inheritance, Poisoned Fruit of JFK's Assassination.
2: back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Diane Burley, who you can email. It is her name at yahoo.com, and she spells Burley B-U-I-R-L-E-Y. Now, Diane has taken her skills to a level where she's able to heal almost any ache and pain that somebody has in their body, and I can definitely testify to When I had sciatic nerve or when I had back pain or whatever, I could get on Diane's table and you come away just feeling absolutely marvelous like that never occurred in the body. She's absolutely incredible with all the modalities that she knows. So she has taken her skills to a level where she can heal that physical body as long as you're willing to do what she asks you to do. So, Diane, I'd like to go through different modalities that you know and ask you to state what the benefits of those modalities are and why a person would want to experience that modality. In other words, if what is wrong, that then you would go have this modality done and exactly what that modality does. Now there's a lot of them, so you're gonna have to be fairly concise because I'd like to get through some of the things that you know how to do and how, you know some of us may not have ever heard of some of these, let alone know how they benefit us. So the first one is body code.
3: So the body code goes after emotions. I, I do the emotion code and the body code, but the body code picks up different places in the body where there are trapped emotions. And if I can, I like to do that right before a massage because then my massage will work better if I can release those trapped emotions. Okay. And then you talked about the emotion code. How is
2: that emotion code different than the body code?
3: Um, the body code is actually, um, it, it's more, it, it, it takes in more of the muscles and the bones and the alignments where the emotion is just like I have an emotion that was when I was age five and it was because my friends were mean to me and so it's just kind of stored in the body as an energy. And when I can't release a muscle, there's an emotion attached to it. So I'm like, well, let's just get rid of that emotion and then the massage flows so much better. Okay, how about a bioelectric massage? What's that? That's the one where I run, I actually run electricity through my fingers, and I go up the zones of the body, and I go horizontally and vertically, and it basically goes in with a sinusoidal frequency. It beats 8,300 beats per second, and it tells the muscles to relax and release and it, puts, it, it basically puts endorphins back into the body, and where there's tight muscles or nerves, it tells them to relax. It works really good with people with MS and fibromyalgia and broken bones and scar tissue, everything. Okay,
2: um, that happens to be one of my favorites. Okay, the next one is, these are all things, everybody, that Diane knows how to do. What about reflexology? What is that, and what's the benefit?
3: So I pick up the foot and it's, it's with the feet and hands and I can basically go through and tell in 10 minutes where I'm going to spend my massage by the tightness on the feet or on the hands. And I can send the client home and say, okay, just rub this place on your hands and this will help your neck. And so I can send them home with a tool that they can put in their tool bag that when I'm not there, they can do something to help themselves. Okay. What about zoning? Zoning's really similar. It's um, reflexology is more of like relaxing the foot. Where zoning's more like you can actually follow the um, the arteries and blood flows and more the lymph flow. It's more in depth and it's usually just the feet. Where re- reflexology includes the hands and the feet and it's not as in depth. It's just kind of a lighter a part of that but zoning is more in depth and people can they can relax headaches and things just through the feet or the back without ever touching another place in the body only touching the foot.
2: Okay we talked a little bit about the benefits at the beginning of the show of cranial sacral that I became an absolute believer in when I watched my child get her hearing back um, all for manipulations on the head but what is cranial sacral?
3: So cranial sacral is the cranial rhythm and the cranial it's the flow of the cerebral spinal fluid that goes around the brain and down into the sacrum area. And you can actually hold those places, tune into the wave and work with the membranes up in the head. It works really good with people who've had concussions or they've had falls or they've thrown their Um, their rhythms off or even emotional stuff Um, it can you can if they've had a head injury I will use cranial sacral it's a very gentle way of seeing how the bones are supposed to be in alignment and they actually will readjust the flow of the body okay what about detoxification that basically is that goes with my nutrition and so I studied a lot with nutrition and then I jumped on a plane and went back to Florida and studied with a guy that's a detoxification specialist and sometimes I get clients that have a lot of inflammation in their tissues and they're not feeling good and I'm like okay we need to detoxify what's going on and so I'll send them home with you know I'm doing some lemons or some grapes or some fruits or different things that will help them detox that inflammation out of their body so they feel better.
2: Now, I know that you've read all of the Anthony Williams books. so I'm just going to throw in celery juice is also a great detoxification. Okay, still going down the list, iridology.
3: Um, Iridology, um, it gives me another hint. I can look at their eyes or take pictures of their eyes and actually map everything out from their eyes. But I like to kind of look really fast at their eyes and go, oh, we have a lymph problem and, you know, doing some skin brushing. But you can see little spots in their eyes and you can see the colon. The eyes reflect everything going on into the body. It's just another modality that will just kind of tell me, am I on the right track? So if you're not finding answers one way through the feet or the hands, I can look at the eyes to see if that was correct. Okay. What about BEST, B-E-S-T, standing for
2: Bioelectric Synchronization Technique?
3: Okay, yeah. So that one's the brain-body one. That was the one I used for my uncle. Um, when I can, I can take the feet, I can test an emotion, and we're actually bypassing the conscious brain, going right to the unconscious brain. And it actually repatterns the brain to the body. And uh, it was developed by a chiropractor, and that is the only thing he does is he has them think a thought, do an eye position, hold a breath, and it actually repatterns the, pa- the the brain pattern to the body, and the body will readjust itself. So he stopped doing adjustments. He just did that, and people get up and walk and have no pain. Amazing. Reiki. Reiki is an energy technique, and sometimes when I have someone say they've been in the hospital, you can't really touch them, you can go into their energy field and basically put in a Reiki energy. It's just basically you're, you're filtering an energy of healing, of just telling the body to heal, because you can't go really deep, but you can work with their energy field. Okay.
2: What about Karma New Mastership?
3: Uh, that's just advanced Reiki. So I, I've just gone up through all the layers.
2: Okay. What about the SMT, Scandinavian Mobilization?
3: So that one, actually, um, that was developed by, um, it comes from Scandinavia, and it's kind of shaking the muscles back into place. And so when I went to massage school and we did deep tissue with, with everything, I had to unlearn everything to do this one. And I have found that it works every single time on everybody. So it's like you, you can take the muscle and you can just basically um, shake it back into place, and the nerve actually realigns. It's, it's working with the nerves and the tendons and the joints, and everything kind of realigns very gently. And if it doesn't, then I'll work. Look at a different technique, but it usually always works. Okay. What about what you call the
2: new or the new health practitioner?
3: The uh, oh, the nest health, and so nest um, is that. Yeah, the nest health um, that is a scan that I do. It's all on quantum physics, and what the I love science and I love the body field, and so what it does is it actually scans the body field and it scans like 150 things really fast on. What's going on with the body, and so just the body feels. So it's not telling you that, oh, you have cancer, you have it, uh, you're you're sick or something, but it will say it will basically say that, you know, maybe your the energy going into your liver is a little sluggish, and so maybe if we use this frequency, we can open up that that energy, and your liver can go back to the original blueprint, the way God made it, and so they have these these drops that are called infraceuticals, that is information going back to the body and it's trying to give the body back the information to tell the body to go back to the original blueprint through quantum physics.
2: Just absolutely amazing. And we didn't even get through half of all the different techniques that you know, Diane. Thank you so much for taking your time to be on the show tonight with us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Be prepared, surprised, and so very pleased if you are one of the lucky people that get to experience Diane Burley's work. Again, you can contact her at dianeburley at yahoo.com. It's B-U-I-R-L-E-Y. And she travels around the Northwest area. So from Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, all that whole area. Uh, she travels around because different people sponsor her. So if you're living anywhere in those areas or traveling to those areas, make sure that you take time to get one of these very reasonably priced massages. Now, Diane's name excels at being able to sacrifice herself for the good of the whole. This is found in the letters, are uh, um, the IA. And if your name has an IA in it, then you too require... Uh, Time for yourself to be able to keep learning so that you can keep sacrificing giving into the ones around you. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every day at xzbn.net radio. Just come check out our schedule so that you can find the show again. And remember, once you know the name, you know all about the person. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth signing off.